It's not quite time for the madness that is college b-ball in March, but that doesn't mean the fun has to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players the chance to cash $100. New customers can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week, and if your team makes it rain, you cash $100. That's right, all it takes is for one three-pointer being hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into $100. Sounds like a no-brainer. This slam dunk of an offer won't be around forever, so head to the App Store now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and get in on all of the action. If basketball ain't for you, DraftKings Sportsbook has daily odds on hockey, soccer, and so much more. DraftKings has paid out over 7 billion dollars to its customers since 2012 so they know a thing or two about big paydays download the DraftKings sportsbook app now and use promo code dnvr to get your shot to turn one dollar into one hundred dollars when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week that's promo code dnvr for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot only at DraftKings sportsbook must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in four $25 free bets. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We got some trades happening now, Will. And every trade that happens that is not Deshaun Watson, to me, means Watson is one step closer to becoming a Denver Bronco. Uh, this is That's Good Broncos Podcast. I'm Brandon Perna here with Lake Tahoe Will Keys. Uh, he was in Lake Tahoe yesterday. Uh, if I didn't tell you that, then that name wouldn't make any sense. Uh, today, though... We'll talk about this Carson Wentz trade. Uh, the Broncos are now the betting favorites on some sites, even ahead of the Texans to land Deshaun Watson. So that's that's cool. That's real cool. Uh, I did a video about Von Miller yesterday. There was some 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 rumor fodder reports getting blown out of proportion that Denver had already decided that he would no longer be a Bronco. That's not true. But that doesn't mean he will be a Bronco. Like, I think his future is still uncertain. I think the Broncos just haven't decided what they want to do with Vaughn yet. Uh, Tebow retires. So a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. Uh, The episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use code DNVR when you sign up to take advantage of their can't-miss offers. And, of course, this episode... Brought to you by BenchWarmerBrew.com. It's a, a coffee company that I started. Not all by myself, obviously. I'm too stupid to do something of that magnitude. But BenchWarmerBrew.com, the cheapest way to get my coffee is through the subscription service. It saves you like four bucks a bag, I think. Shipping ain't cheap, so that's the best way to do it. Uh, I recommend you try it first to make sure you like it, but, you know, then you spend a little money trying it, and then you spend a little money more subscribing to it, so if you right. like 
if you like living on the wild side, just sign up for the subscription if you're into good coffee. All right. It's good. It's really good. Just subscribe. Just subscribe. <laughs> I need some coffee right now. Yeah. <laughs> whenever whenever Will lies, he chokes. Yeah. Choking it's like, really uh, good. Cool. <laughs> I like it. It's good coffee. Go get it. Subscribe. Maybe even twice. Yeah. You <laughs> sign your mom up for a yeah. subscription too. Yeah. Uh what we we passed Valentine's Day. Um I'm sure there's a holiday coming up eventually. Um Mother's Day. Memor- St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Get some Memorial Irish Day. up your coffee on St. Patty's Day. Yes. There we go. Get yeah, get your coffee ready for St. Patrick's Day. Um I'm sure it'll taste great. Yeah, big trade today. Uh I was not were you surprised by the timing at all? Did you think I didn't think it was gonna happen this early? Well, it's been weird. Like we started a script for this trade like two weeks ago. Yeah. And I've been telling my wife I might have to work because of a trade since that time. Uh <laughs> on call. It was like a Saturday, Friday or Saturday. I was like, God damn it. I was like, I might have to do this video. I was trying to get ahead of it. Because we didn't do that with Stafford, and it took a while to get that episode up. So I was like, let's be prepared for Wentz. And they're like, trade, coming soon. And then nothing happened. And then nothing happened. And then nothing happened. And now, yeah, you're right. At this point, I thought maybe next week at the earliest. It was starting to look like maybe trades might not happen until like that week before free agency even starts. But I guess like a lot of teams got to decide what they're going to do uh, on player like options and uh, things at the beginning of March. So this week and next week, I guess, makes sense for trades and stuff happening. But it seemed like it was it was it could have happened any day for the last two weeks, and then it finally did. And Carson Wentz goes to the Colts. Colts <clears throat> finally happens. I thought um, the the Eagles' initial plan <laughs> to get two first round picks essentially a Matthew Stafford type trade for Carson Wentz uh, was completely delusional <laughs> and scared just about everybody off. I, I was pleased to see that the Broncos weren't interested in, in trying to pull a trade off. I don't know if it was just at that price or in general, I, I would assume in general, they were not interested because if you're going to upgrade, you got to really you gotta swing for the fences, right? Yeah. I mean, <sighs> Maybe not if you're the Colts. Well, that's but... this is this is bizarre. Like, not biz- It's a weird. There's so many ways you can look at this. I guess you're right. I don't think Wentz would have been the right play for the Broncos. I don't think it was the right move for him to stay with the Eagles. I don't think he would have done well with the Bears, just because they failed with Mitch Trubisky. Um, and part of the reason Trubisky struggled is lack of weapons, lack of a run game, dicey offensive line, right? Uh, how's Wentz going to get better going to the Bears with, it's like the same problems on Philly's offense, right? Right. The Colts, just from an offensive team standpoint, gets much better protection up front. And what we have said numerous times on this podcast, the connection with Frank Reich uh, his offensive coordinator, when he had his best season, I think that is a really good example of 
Wentz being the type of player that needs to be in the right situation to succeed, like a lot of quarterbacks, like the reason it might not be working out with Drew Locke uh, and, and, you know, Pat Shermer, and maybe some time changes that. But uh, I like this move for the Eagles. Like, I think they have potential this season to be better on offense because of Wentz, better than they were with Phillip Rivers. And Phillip Rivers played pretty, pretty good football with the Colts, but uh, I think they're like, we just made an episode and I said like the biggest thing the Colts need to do is improve some of their receivers. Like that's an area they can get better and they have money to do it and they can get better through the draft as well. And you trust Chris Ballard to do those things. And he didn't overpay for wins. Like they gave up a third rounder and what will probably be a first rounder next year if Wentz stays healthy and they can afford to do that because it'll be a high first round draft pick. So they're not giving up a ton <laughs> to get him and his contract at like 25 million a year for the next four seasons is if he's good, it's a fucking bargain. If he's average, then you're fine paying that because all the good quarterbacks or guys who just hit their, their contract at the right time are going to be making 30 to 40, maybe 45 million a season when the cap jumps back up. So it's in a lot of ways, it's going to work out well for the Colts if he plays like he did before with Wentz, right? Oh, yeah. If he plays like he did before with Wentz, then. uh, I mean, right. Then they're like immediately Super Bowl contenders. With with Reich, yeah. I I mean, that would be. if he throws like 33 touchdowns and seven interceptions with the Colts this year, and that was in 13 games too, that wasn't even a full season. Um, then yeah, they're, they're probably in the Super Bowl at that point. Uh, but I, I don't think you're going to get that once, but I also don't think you're going to get 2020 Philadelphia once where he's, I, I don't know. Like I watched that video by Brett Coleman that really, I think explained it well and, yeah. and where he kind of regressed. And I think Philadelphia kind of broke him a little bit because remember that they had that season, I think it was 2019 where they made the playoffs, but all of their receivers got hurt. Yeah. Most of their running backs got hurt. It was really just Carson Wentz doing everything. Yeah. And they get a little healthier last year, but he still had that mindset. Like I have to do everything. And so uh, eventually like that backfires, he's playing hero ball. He's chucking the ball up. He's throwing the ball from like, you know, on the run. He's, he's losing his mechanics and it all goes out the window. Has a really shitty year. He has like the worst stat that I saw. Cause he had like Drew Locke kind of touchdown interception numbers. Yeah. But the worst stat I saw only six yards per attempt and 57% completions. Uh, which, yeah, it's... I mean, it's just so far below what we're used to now in the NFL. But, the question I think for the Colts is are, are those habits permanent or are they going to be able to break him out of it? Because he's not going to have to run for his life in the Colts offense uh, at any point. He's going to have fucking Quentin Nelson uh, <laughs> blocking up front for him. They, they do need to, um, they need to find a way to replace uh, Anthony Costanza, yeah. their left tackle. Um, but luckily they still have a first and a second round pick this draft. So yeah. they can do that. If they, they can want. get a tackle in this draft. 
Uh, I don't know what the tackle free agent market or you, is. Or you go and uh, try to trade for Orlando Brown from the Ravens. Oh, shit, yeah. Because you still have a first and second round pick in your month. Which is awesome because he wants to play left tackle, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah that's like, why he's The reason he wants to leave Baltimore is because he doesn't want to play right tackle because uh, basically like he's trying to honor his father, who was a great left tackle in the NFL and basically said like left tackle is better than right tackle bitches play right tackle men play. He didn't say that exactly, but yeah. he put a lot of prestige on being it, a left. Not tackle. so many words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like he wants, you know, he wants to, to follow in his dad's footsteps and do that, which is cool. Um, and could benefit a team like, the Colts who that's where they need to upgrade and they're getting like, he's really, he's really good. So uh, maybe that's what you do. Also, it's like, I feel like drafting tackles is really tough in the NFL. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a position there. It seems like there's a lot of misses. And if you're going to, if you can get a guy, you know, is going to be good. It's like you take the Rams approach and go get that, (laughs) that tackle. Now give up your first rounder this year uh and take him and then you're really set with Wentz because like we said he was sacked 50 times last season so obviously when you start to get like antsy as a QB and you start to hold on to the ball too long and you start to not trust maybe your judgment uh you take more sacks than Mm -hmm. is necessary but 50 sacks in 12 games uh that's bad so going really to the bad. Colts where Rivers was sacked 19 times, the only time he, he was sacked 18 times once with the, the Chargers, which was the, the fewest he'd ever been sacked. And he went from getting sacked like 30 plus times every season to 19 last year with the Colts. So I think that sort of translates as well. And, you know, having just a, a run game for Carson Wentz will take off outside of like the the line protecting him just being able to run the ball takes off a lot of pressure on a quarterback and yeah. it gives you time to sort of maybe settle down and correct some of the things you did poorly because one bad season and it seems like everybody forgets that Carson Wentz was doing some pretty incredible things uh not every week but there's some highlight worthy plays you go oh shit that's that's an amazing play by Carson Wentz. That's why, you know, he was on track to maybe win MVP when he tore his knee. He does good things. He, just oh, he definitely was, yeah. And Tom Brady got to get back to that. Because Carson Wentz tore his ACL in that game against the Rams. I think it was the Rams. Um, I think I'm right there. Anyway. Oh, you saw I stole your joke, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's in our I saw you tweet that, and I was like, "That better be in the script." Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Like, I just had that thought, and then I was like, "No, I should not put that in the script." Where um, you know, <laughs> we've actually tried to concentrate and focus all of these thoughts. I think I just like had a huge chunk, and then like stepped away from the script and thought of it independently. It's, well, it's a good observation. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's just that <laughs> Philip Rivers has a dumb, fucked up throwing motion, and so does Carson Wentz. <laughs> it's funny because I was downloading images of Carson Wentz, and there's one where his <laughs> elbows just like this. Like, how the fuck's he throwing a football? <laughs> yeah, no, he 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 throws like like a like he's like 
uh, like a musketeer trying to stab someone. Yeah, it is with a sword. It's absurd and weird. uh, Yeah, yeah. I guess it's something Frank Reich looks at. Yeah, maybe you should just be like, hey, maybe try tucking your elbow in a little bit. Maybe the ball won't sail five yards over your receiver's head (laughs) if you just throw like a like a human being. He's just a weird looking guy in general. He's got that big red chin strap and it's huge. He's just like he's got that plus like his his feet are so wide. Like he, he really spreads out his base when he throws and then shuts that elbow out and it just looks hilarious. Yeah, maybe that's why he's not a good quarterback. So he goes from rivers to that, and it's like, you know, this is just strange. Why can't you just get a guy who throws normal? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of weird uh, throwing motions, Tim Tebow yes. announces that he has retired <laughs> from good. major league. Was he in the majors? Was he? No, playing? he was, was um, in the minors. The spring training invitee of uh, the New York Metropolitans. So yeah, he's supposed to play like out. Russell Wilson, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, like like Russell Wilson. Um, yeah, so I think he's thirty three, and he decided to retire officially from baseball. I don't know what his next venture is. Maybe NASCAR. I don't know. <laughs> he seems like he would. He seems like he should try his hand at NASCAR. He's got the upper body to control a, a steering wheel for yeah. three. I'd hours. imagine there's a big overlap between Tim Tebow fans and, and NASCAR fans. Oh, yeah. Huge. Especially down in the South. Huge. You know, Christian. I think you should give it a shot. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. How hard can it really be to pick up at 33? I think he goes to the Texans, becomes their next quarterback. Honestly, like, people love. Yeah, that's probably, they're probably going to find a way to make that happen. Um, everybody loves to make fun of him for baseball. But, like, considering he hadn't played since high school, like he wasn't bad at all. No, he's just he's a good athlete. Yeah, to be able to like <laughs> to just jump into to baseball and and start hitting home runs and like he's not a good player at that level, but like to even compete and like stick around for a few years, uh, that's really really impressive. I thought. Yeah, it's it's just not a refined baseball player at all, but like clearly just no. an athlete that he can sort of pick it up. He's, is he going to get an unfair shot because of his status? Yeah. Yes. But can he can he actually give it a, a go because of his, his athletic skill set? Also, also, yes. So, like Michael Jordan. They're both equal athletes. <laughs> yeah. Tim Tebow is the Michael Jordans of multi-sports. I think Mike, Michael Jordan would have... Figured baseball uh, out? Made it. Yeah, he would have made it to the pros, to the to the MLB, given more time. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, really. He got really, really good. Um, maybe not like a great MLB player, but he could have been like a Jordan or whatever. Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson. Yeah, those are the. I kind of, it kind of sucks now that there's not at least like one guy. Yeah. Who can who can do both? That's true. I mean, it's probably a, a nightmare for Deion Sanders because I think Bo Jackson had it right. He just like 
he played baseball until baseball season was over and then joined the Raiders. He wasn't like flipping back and forth. Yeah. Who would, uh, which, we'll say which current player do you think could do it? That's a good question. I think, uh, wasn't Jameis like a really good pitcher at Florida oh, State? Interesting. I think he, he was a good Winston. pitcher. Even Mahomes. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Patty. Patty Mahomey. He's got a baseball kind of throw. Oh, yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, I think I think those guys probably. What's the baseball equivalent of like thirty interceptions though? <laughs> just, yeah, he probably just get, he. Jameis seems like a guy who's like high strikeouts, high home runs. Right. Mm-hmm. Extremely entertaining to watch. I don't even know what like a good amount of strikeouts in a game is. Uh. 10? Ten? Good, yeah, 10, 10 you're doing good. Yeah, so Jameis is like Jameis yeah. is like not 15 possible. strikeouts but also eight home runs given up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, how does that even happen? That's Yeah. Uh, I think we might be on to something. I, I think um the Miami Marlins have an attendance problem and they're supposed to allow you know, they're going to allow fans this year. So I think they, they fix that by signing Jameis Winston for the offseason. He's a Florida guy already. Jameis. Um, like we figured it out. You put this question in the rundown. Yes. What's your favorite non-Steelers Tebow memory? And for me, that was pretty easy, was the Miami Dolphins game which I had to look up. I had to look through three videos to make sure that I had the right memory of it. Yeah. Because the first one just stopped in, in overtime. So it didn't finish. The second one just completely cuts out the fact that the Broncos got an onside kick. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I found the whole fucking thing. I was like, okay, I'm not losing my mind because I went. I was like, was it the Jets game that he did that? No, the Broncos are down 15 to zero. There's four minutes left in the game. Tim Tebow throws a touchdown pass to Demarius Thomas. Uh, then the Broncos recover the onside kick. Then Tim Tebow throws a touchdown pass to Darren Fells or Daniel Fells. It would have been Daniel Fells. Daniel Fells. That year, yeah. Then they convert the two-point conversion, tie the game. Then in overtime, the Broncos' defense stops the Dolphins. Then the Dolphins' defense stops the Broncos. But then DJ Williams strip sacks Matt Moore. The Broncos get the ball back. Matt Prater blasts a long field goal. I think it was a long field goal. And 53 yards, yeah. Yeah, they beat the Dolphins down 15-0 to zero with four minutes left. Like, that's just... Unbelievable game. That was, yeah. I mean, in terms of what happened, that that was crazier than the Steelers game uh, because so many things had to go right for the Broncos. Uh, and I remember thinking, after that game, I was like, anything could happen for this team this year. As much as I don't believe in 
Tim Tebow for the first three and a half quarters. The dude can do anything with the game on the line. Like, I fucking trust him. I don't care how he gets it done. And yeah. I ended up, like, watching through a few highlights and shit. <laughs> it was just, like, so many players' names I forgot, and I've already forgot again. But that was just a crazy season. So, yeah, that Dolphins game, probably my favorite non-Steelers Tebow memory. That game was yeah, I've almost forgotten that game because you do forget like everything that happened up until five minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Because those games would get so most of those games would get so boring. They were impossible to watch. Like the defense would keep hanging around. Uh and the offense would do just about nothing. Yep. And then when it was time to uh time to score, they scored. Uh I think the one game that kind of defied that that game script was my favorite memory uh it was when they played the raiders at the coliseum and tim tebow threw two touchdown passes like oh he's figured it out through the air too now he can like you know it's like happy gilmore learning how to punt uh to putt and then um willis mcgahee breaks off a couple long touchdown runs uh, and then there are just like a million kids at high school that were talking shit to me before the game because that was after they, they got blown out 45 to 10 by the Lions. Uh, and then he just came into Oakland and kicked their ass. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah. That, the Jets game, the Thursday night Jets game where he ran for the game-winning touchdown, uh, <laughs> the two-completion game against Kansas City uh, was incredible. <laughs> incredible. He's handing off to Spencer Larson. Yeah. After that game, I uh, think it was the the Dolphins game. Ian Eagle was on on the call. And he gave your tech te- the textbook thing you hate the most. It it was such a hard T in touchdown. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is a touchdown. I was like, oh, that's what drives Will crazy. Touchdown. <laughs> Uh, he had, yeah, he had some good games. He had some really good games. He was not, uh, the horrible quarterback people remember him as. He, he had times no, where he, he was, but he was, he was bipolar. He was a bipolar quarterback. Yeah. Well, no, you watched him. You're like, well, he knows how to throw the football. And then other times where, uh, it's just like, what is he like right-handed secretly? And he doesn't know it. That was my like. I thought that might have been the case for a little bit because he throws the ball like so awkwardly from his. He looks like he's like if I practiced really hard with, with my left hand, hand, it would look yeah. like how Tim Tebow throws it naturally. I was like, just yeah. try it once with your right hand and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's like what people thought about Ben Simmons um, for the 76ers, too. Because he throws like he throws with his right hand, but shoots with his left hand, and he sucks at shooting threes. Um, it's like maybe you should just shoot right-handed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, my my other favorite memory was um, signing Peyton Manning and trading him to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, that was a good that was a good day. Yeah, I remember like. People... Where were you when the Broncos signed Peyton Manning? Where, Where? were you? I was in yeah. LA. Doing what? Because it was like in the, I think it was a Monday. It was the middle of the day and Monday. Yeah, so I was probably working. Um, 
Wait, was it? That was twenty twelve. I was probably at home working. Um, yeah, I told you this before. The first video I ever shot for That's Good Broncos was me predicting that Peyton Manning would sign with the Broncos. Oh, really? And it was so shitty, or I was so uncomfortable like about it that I didn't post it. Um, then I was pissed when he did, and I was like, okay. <laughs> You're going to actually make some Broncos videos. And then like three months later, once uh, training camp or uh, preseason started, I did it. But uh, some people are like, you worried about losing Tebow? I was like, no, we got Peyton Manning. Yeah, what? I was re- I was ready to roll in the 2012 with Tebow. Um, but as soon as they signed Peyton Manning, I couldn't have forgotten about him quicker. Yeah, I was in um, – I was a sophomore in high school. I was in homeroom. Uh, on a Monday and my friend just like my friend who's an NFL fan just like turned around and told me in the middle of class because <laughs> I didn't have like an iPhone or anything at that time he was your Adam like, Schefter huh yeah he was my he was my Adam Schefter shout out shout out Josh um I wish his name was Adam yeah yeah he was Asian didn't really look like Adam Schefter but he was short too so had that going had that in common. Hey, Will, it's not quite time for the madness that is college basketball in March, but that doesn't mean the fun has to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players the chance to cash $100. New customers can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week, and if your team makes it rain, you cash $100. They do, they do not require me to say it like that, but that's just what I do. That's right. All it takes is on one three-pointer being hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into $100. Sounds like a no-brainer. This slam dunk of an offer won't be around forever, so head to the App Store now. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and get in on all the action. If basketball ain't for you, DraftKings Sportsbook has daily odds on hockey, soccer, and so much more. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its customers since 2012, so they knew they know a thing or two about big paydays. This episode also is sponsored by Payday Candy Bars. Now, that would be tight if I had an ad in an ad. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. That's promo code DNVR for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21 or older. Colorado only, only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in four $25 free bets. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Speaking of, like, losing Broncos legends. Yeah, a shit. I think his chances of coming back right now are like 50-50. Actually, yeah, well, like they're they're, they're going to decline the option. They're going to That doesn't mean he's gone. No. It doesn't mean he's gone. It means they don't want to pay him 22 million this season, which I agree with. Which I also agree with. Um It really depends on how Vaughn feels about the Broncos right now. And I feel like this has been a tough off season for Vaughn mentally and emotionally. I think he's he's gone through some shit with his injury, with his personal life. I don't know if it's good, if it's bad, but he may just want a change at this point. 
The yeah, other maybe. thing is, well, if if the Broncos get Deshaun Watson, then I think Von Miller wants to come back, and I think he's willing to take the pay cut the Broncos want him to That's take to make it happen. But from Von's standpoint, I would I would be ready to move on from the Broncos because they have not been a contender for the last several years. Uh, they want you to take less money. So why would he not take less money and go play for a team that he thinks has a real chance to get back, you know, deep into the playoffs or make a Super Bowl run? And I'm sure there are a handful of teams out there that would welcome him to the roster. I said, like, I don't know if they can afford him, but he can go somewhere where, like, an Aaron Donald is on the line and Von Miller can have the kind of success that he's had before. Uh, or you can go just where there's a, a good defensive line and a, a contending team and take the pay hit. It just, to me, like, it doesn't make a lot of sense for Vaughn to come back, except for maybe he loves Denver and he loves being a part of the Broncos. And at this point, at yeah. any point with any athlete, like, I don't know how long that lasts, right? Like, J.J. Watt just left Houston. Um, after a while, sometimes it's just, it's better for a change. Now, if the Broncos can figure out a way to get him back, I think we all fucking want that. Everybody loves Von Miller. He's, once you win, if you win a Super Bowl MVP for a team, uh, as a defensive player, you've got my undying loyalty. Wait, honestly, like, fair question. Where does he rank in terms of, like, most beloved players in team history? Is he, I don't know, maybe it's crazy, but, like, is he, like, two? Ooh, no. No. I mean... He's top five. Maybe it's six. It's probably Manning you got Davis. Elway, probably Manning Davis. Elway, Manning. Or sorry, Elway Davis. Davis. Yeah. I don't Shannon know. Sharp, Manning's... Shannon Sharp. Steve Atwater. More than Von Miller. Von Miller. Miller Atwater. You could flop. Champ Bailey. Champ Bailey. Yeah, but they drafted... Here's the Jake thing. Plummer? They drafted, uh, <laughs> well, for us, yeah. They drafted Von Miller where they didn't yeah. draft Champ Bailey. They traded they draft for him. Elway they tra- either. Had... <laughs> yeah, but that was different. He never played with another team. No, that's true. And the thing with Manning, like, Manning would be more beloved if he didn't fucking destroy us every time he played. <laughs> he played us as a cult for, uh, you know, 12 years. Yeah. Then I think we we would have, um, you know, we we turn around on him pretty quickly. But uh, I'd yeah, always yeah, I always loved Manning, he, which is weird. I it, didn't. The I really way didn't. he beat the Broncos, it forced me to respect him. And I've never done that about a player. <laughs> you know what I mean? I never liked any yeah. player really. Uh, once I got like old enough to to really be sold on the, like when I was young, I liked a lot of players that weren't Broncos. Like I liked Barry Sanders, Thurman Thomas, Rod Woodson. But once the Broncos made it to the playoffs and lost to the Jags, like I was all in, right? As a, as a Broncos fan, once they got to the Super Bowl and won, I hated every fucking player from every team that wasn't the Broncos, except for, Peyton Manning and I can't explain why that was but 
like when I watched him, I was like, this might be the best football player I've ever seen in my life. Like he just forced me to respect him. So I liked it. It was different. It was different by Manning than Brady. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was not death by paper cuts. It was, he's like going down the field aggressively and he's going to like, he's going to, uh, it's going to be a quick death more often than not. Yeah. And I didn't even think about Tom Brady until really until the Broncos, well, you know, the Patriots won those three Super Bowls. So that's when I started to dislike the Patriots because they got more Super Bowls than the Broncos did. And those were like close together. So I was like, fuck this team. Who are these <laughs> assholes? Uh, who's this Tom Brady guy? Like he's okay. And, I, and then like they had the crazy season with Randy Moss and I was like, oh shit, maybe that dude is pretty good. And then he was always just like really good, but not where he impressed me good. Where as Manning, when I, I was just like, oh, how does he do it? And maybe it's like they do the same things where they like, they just make smart plays. But maybe it was always because Manning's pre-snap antics made it look like he was oh, yeah. working so much harder than Tom Brady. Yeah, when he looked, he just like looked frantic. Yeah. Like he never looked like he was comfortable. Yeah. And maybe like Tom just always did it much more like a cooler way like he was just more relaxed about it so it doesn't look like he's doing anything so never registered that he was (laughs) whereas manning like maybe he just made one shift for like one player route shift but he did 50 things before the snap happened you're like god what did he do there yeah (laughs) he just told the guy to run a slant instead of a post (laughs) more like relatable dude too because like tom brady as soon as he started winning uh dating celebrities um just like he's this he's this culture not cultural but just like kind of a celebrity icon super good looking dude uh that you know got hair plugs and and fake teeth and you know injected plastic into his face where manning's just kind of like a doofus looking guy with a big (laughs) forehead yeah uh, dated he's like been with the same girl since college Respect. easier to like i liked manning the person it was just really hard to play it was it was hard getting wrecked by him every single well, time yeah it's hard kind of going but... against him and knowing you're gonna lose <laughs> i would, yeah at that point i just like blamed the broncos for not having a good enough defense yeah, yeah. <clears throat> i mean that yeah that was like teams with uh yeah he, he was smart enough not to really mess with champ bailey and then he'd always find the broncos like third cornerback and torture him Oh, Whether yeah. like Brock Alexander, Parrish Cox, or really whoever, yeah, he knew he knew where the weakness was, and he would just attack it over and over again. That's right. Um, um, I don't know do what you, we're talking about. Peyton do you Manning. think Vaughn's back? Do you think he comes back? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't it think feels so. like he's gone. Although there's, so I saw a, a proposed trade between the Broncos and the Texans that included Bradley Chubb. And that's a tough one for me because if you're already getting Von, rid of Von Miller, I don't think you can get rid of Bradley Chubb. No, because like that's really depleting yourself on defense. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's like the Texans have said they're not going to trade Deshaun Watson, but also there's these reports out there that say the Texans want a defensive player. Yeah. So it's like, like, which one is it? <laughs> yeah, which one is it? Um, I don't think the Broncos will... I don't think they would give up defensive players to get Watson. Uh, 
Yeah, that was Elway's philosophy was that he's not going to – he's never going to um, take away from one unit to strengthen another. Interesting, yeah. Um, but, but it's not Elway running the show anymore, so maybe it's – I don't know. Like, who would you – what player on defense would you be okay with them getting, <clears throat> giving up in a trade? Von Miller. <laughs> yeah, but that's not going to happen. You don't know. I don't think so. But that's just he's me. from Texas. He liked Texas. Is your brother really down there? Yeah, he's stuck. He's in a hotel. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is kind of funny though because he's wanted to go to Austin forever. <laughs> he decided like President's Day weekend. He literally picked is when the he's worst go. weekend, maybe <laughs> in the history of Texas to go. Yeah, yeah. Which is like it sucks. I, I hope he you know, gets to this week and he should be able to leave by like Saturday, but uh, it's also a little bit funny. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Because it's your brother. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else I feel really bad for. Yeah. No, mm. I've got a friend down there and my aunt is down there. Just sounds like it's been fucking miserable. Yeah. 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 Ceiling fans freezing over. Yeah. Sounds- I'm not the first like- to make this joke, but, uh, J.J. Watt leaves Texas. So does the electricity. <laughs> Coincidence? You you saw somebody know. else already make that? <laughs> yeah, I went on the Texan subreddit and someone uh, made that joke. That's pretty good. <clears throat> um, okay. Salary cap. The floor has been moved up from 175 to 180 million. So that's good news mm-hmm. because maybe the floor is even higher than that, which means maybe the Broncos will have a little more uh, spending the ceiling. cash. Right? The ceiling could be higher. The ceiling could be higher. Yes. The and so now, roof. why is that important? Well, if the Broncos <laughs> do make a play for Deshaun Watson, I know we've been, seems like we've been talking about this forever now. And each week it gets a little more real. Like it might just happen like the Broncos just might get Deshaun Watson and if they're the betting favorites look Vegas when they make odds they know a little something about something or maybe they're just reading all these media reports about the Broncos you know gonna make a push for what like the way that the amount of different ways the same thing has been said is is actually impressive like we, we talked about this weeks ago about the Broncos' chances. Like, of course, they'll they'll try to go after him if he comes available. And you just keep spinning that in different ways to make it a new headline. I feel like I don't know how real the chances actually are, if they're more real yeah. than they were weeks ago. Um, Here's what we know, though. Like, if the Texans do finally give up and try to trade Deshaun Watson, they'll be in, like, they'll be in the running. They'll be in probably the top three. Yeah. And th- those are good odds. Yeah. It's, we'll take uh, those odds. It's all we could have asked for, really. Yeah. I think like fans like you and I who um, remember the 2012 offseason and the Peyton Manning thing, I don't think people remember how goddamn long that took. That was yeah. a long, long process. It was probably like a month. Yeah, he took a tour. <laughs> He took a tour. He took his time. 
He wanted. I mean, he was probably also trying to like really make sure he could throw a football again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was such a long, drawn-out process. Um, but when the Broncos like ended up signing him, it just feels like it felt like with the after that, like we were gonna get our guy in free agency kind of regardless like we were going to do whatever it took whatever it took to get the right guy now i don't know if that's the case anymore like the matthew stafford thing it, it like felt like such like a, uh, like why didn't he come here like what do we what do we not have that uh, other teams do yeah so we kind of we still have like a little bit of that lingering like manning effect where we feel like if there's a big quarterback on the market like we're getting him yeah <laughs> When we, there's no real reason to believe it. Um, yeah, there is. Yeah. I mean, there, when you sit and look at it objectively, like, okay, there's a good reason to want to go to the Panthers too. If you're Deshaun Watson, there's a good reason to want to go to the Dolphins. There's probably good reasons, uh, um, football and non-football related to want to go to the Jets. Yeah. People but are, there's, you know, there's still good reasons to, to go to the Broncos too on offense. Off. Yeah. I mean, offensively, like and it's hard because so much bad shit happened to the Broncos last year, but you're you're really selling the yeah. potential, right? If you're the Broncos to Deshaun, you're selling the potential of what you have, and you have to look past the the record from last season. Um, the defense, I think, maybe a little underwhelming in terms of name brand talent, but Vic Fangio's going to coach up a defense and maybe you sell Deshaun on the the idea that you're drafting defense and you're targeting a player here or there because your offense is if Deshaun Watson comes your offense is pretty much set you could argue like maybe you figure out right tackle if depending on what happens with Jawan James but maybe you just pay Jawan James and hopefully he plays like you thought he was gonna play um yeah but you should be able to say, like, pretty good offensive line, pretty good running backs, great receiving weapons. That's appealing to a quarterback. Defense was riddled with injuries. We think these guys will be back. They'll be good players. Uh, we're going to move this guy, but we're going to free up money to bring in this guy and this guy. Like, you're selling him on potential. Uh, Panthers, their defense was not good, but it's young. Uh Broncos have better receiving weapons than the Panthers, but the Panthers got Christian McCaffrey, quarterback's best friend. Um, Dolphins, but Dolphins got to be the most appealing out of all of those teams. Uh, Jets could be. Like, are they got Who, ammo to build? Are the team. Dolphins as appealing? Are the Dolph- Dolphins as appealing on offense? Are they? So. They will be. They'll yeah. Because you give up the thing they need to do. Oh, yeah, right. They need people to expect them to take a wide receiver <clears throat> free. Right. And so you can't do but that. But you give that up to get Watson. Right. But <laughs> then, like, the piece that everybody expects um, to make the team more explosive, like, suddenly you don't have that. Obviously, you do have Deshaun Watson over, over Tua, which is a huge upgrade at, at this point, not to say that Tua can't be good. Uh, this season or, or in his career whatsoever um, but you don't have to like you still have to fill out the rest of the offense with playmakers and you don't like you take obviously take Melvin Gordon and, and Philip Lindsay over whoever the Dolphins are trotting out at running back 
Yeah, who they finish with? It was like Salvan, uh, Ahmed, and yeah, that guy's pretty good. But yeah. they're okay. They're not. They're kind of replacement type guys. Yeah, maybe the Broncos do have a great case. Maybe I just convinced I, they myself. They definitely the have a better offense. I mean, obviously, when a guy is uprooting his entire life, like offensive and football scheme fit and players, not the only thing they think about. Yeah. I guess like my Probably like second. the the question after that would be like is Pat Shermer the right guy for Watson? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I just don't know. I don't know who is a good fit for Watson though. Who isn't? It feels like he can he can pull off a lot yeah. of different <laughs> styles of offense, and I think they'll I think they're smart enough to fit the offense around him too. Yeah. But he can, he can play vertically. Like he can play that vertical Shermer style offense. Oh yeah, he's so talented. Like he can do anything. Yeah. You protect him. Good. You come you on, give Tyson. Watson time. <laughs> oh. Come on, come on, Houston. What are you doing? Dude, Chiefs fans Man, are going to hate me if we get Deshaun Watson. Oh <laughs> boy, are the gloves coming off? I have been put be- beaten into submission. Because they have a good quarterback. We get Deshaun Watson. Do you think a guy gets a nickname like Michael Jordan because he's bad at quarterback? I don't think so. I don't think so. Was it, wouldn't it Debo call them that? I think so. Yeah. I think yeah, that sounds right. So he's yeah. like Michael Jordan coming out of Clemson. He kind of is. Like he was super, super, like just clutch. Yeah, especially when I think of Deshaun Watson, like the first thing I think about still is that national championship game against yeah. Alabama. It's uh, no, nah, he's good. And yeah, there's no question about it. Well, <laughs> we figured that out. I don't care if the Broncos don't draft in the first round for the next three or four years with Watson. That's the other thing too. Like you can get draft picks back throughout, like. You can, yeah. You can acquire them in different ways. Um, doesn't mean you will. Or, like, if you have two second-round draft picks, to me that's as good as having, you know, a mid-tier first-rounder, a late first-rounder, which... Yeah, you assume, too, like, those first-round picks aren't going to be um, the first-round picks Denver's been making the last no. few years. Because they've... you got to give the Broncos credit. Like, their first-rounders, to them are worth more than like the Raiders, like first rounders be nothing to the Raiders. They'll, you can give them like four every year and they'll find a way to pick the wrong guys. You give Denver a first rounder and you get Garrett Bowles and then you get Bradley Chubb and then Noah Fant and then Jerry Judy. So they actually do things with their first rounders. Yeah. The Raiders are like uh, the guy in fantasy who takes the the defense way too early. Yeah. In their draft. <laughs> Exactly. It's like we better get him now, just so we have it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, I feel like you're stealing an Adam Rank bit here, but oh, am I? that's pretty. No, <laughs> not exactly. It just no, we like, we already uh, made that video. He just guessed it in it. Yeah, we did uh, like the most annoying guys oh, in your right, fantasy right, draft. Yeah. We wrote that shit. Damn it, that was us. Yeah, actually, I think he might be stealing our bit. That's right. I tweeted so that joke I tweeted um, about the throwing motions. 
some guy named Corey Benson on, on Twitter responded, guarantee they both throw better than you so you can pipe down sis. Uh, <laughs> I replied wrong. And he replied to that. Um, the hell did he say? Oh, yeah. He said, does your special needs assistant know you're on Twitter all by yourself? And in, in that sentence, he spelled your the wrong way, which is just that. That's like always the dead giveaway. Wow. Yeah. Goes <laughs> go, goes right for, for calling you special needs. Because yeah. that's funny, right? Got him. Um, dude, people are stupid. The the internet twitter there's always one there's one guy every day that goes that makes you go oh, i don't know if humanity has a chance i think there's more than one <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of people there's, there's plenty i mean yeah. even just like tweeting about the broncos should go after deshaun i tweeted like deshaun watson had statistically his best season when the Texans traded away his best receiver, they fired their head coach midseason. His second best receiver was suspended for all of December, right? Like last year was a shit show, and he he played really well. And some people are like, "Yeah, well, how many games did he win? How many games did that that quarterback win? How good is how good could he be if those are all just garbage times?" I'm like, "You're you you're stupid. You're stupid." I yeah, I mean, I think I wouldn't call it like, yeah, statistically it was his best year. And that means something. It means that, like something it really means something. It doesn't mean it's his best year, but it, it still like means something. It means he played well, even when everything else was going wrong with the yeah. Texans. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and to me, that's what's of, impressive about him. Right. And it also goes to show that you can put up those numbers and your team is still like, what are, were they five and 11? Yeah. Then that shows you how bad, truly how bad situation it was. They didn't have a good running game. Like, what's impressive is that he had just seven picks, right? So, yeah. uh, Usually, in those type of situations where quarterbacks are on bad team and say they're having to throw it a lot because they're down, you see interception uh, totals climb. Good quarterbacks keep that low. So, uh, anyway. That's enough for today. You made it through the podcast, all right? Um, good night. I, are you talking to me, I made it, or the audience? Both. I okay. I don't understand how either of you do it. <laughs> good night. And good luck. Yeah. It's not quite time for the madness that is college b-ball in March, but that doesn't mean the fun has to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players the chance to cash one hundred dollars new customers can bet one dollar on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week and if your team makes it rain you cash one hundred dollars that's right all it takes is for one three-pointer being hit by your chosen team to turn one dollar into a hundred dollars sounds like a no-brainer this slam dunk of an offer won't be around forever so head to the app store now Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and get in on all of the action. If basketball ain't for you, DraftKings Sportsbook has daily odds on hockey, soccer, and so much more. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its customers since 2012, so they know a thing or two about big paydays. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. That's promo code DNVR for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in four $25 free bets. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.